Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us pray and hear the word of God together. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your love. You care for us. You want the best for our life. You want us to grow in faith, in love, in maturity, and in the prosperity, in victory and success. And we believe, Lord, you love us so much. Your original plan for Adam and Eve, for Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is that you bless them and you make them the blessing to the nations. Father, in the same way, the same purpose of God is for us too, that we shall be blessed and we can be the blessing to the nations, Father. We thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us today by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1. Today, I want to talk about the subject of you are not on your own. You are not alone in running your life, in living on this planet Earth. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 1 says, When the Lord brings you into the promised land, the Lord was talking to the Hebrews. You remember? The Hebrews were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. Then God anointed Moses. Moses was a, a type of Jesus Christ, the Savior. He took them out of Egypt. He performed miracles. God listened to his prayer, sent plague after plague, about ten plagues altogether, to the land of Egypt. Why the plagues hit the land of Egypt? The Hebrews were living in the land of Goshen, next door. This is the land of Egypt, and Goshen is next door to the land. The plagues could not get into the land of Goshen because the Lord put the shield of favor around the land. Nothing happened in that land. In the same way today, we can be under the protection of God. And the way he does is that we commit ourselves in the body because in the body, Jesus put protection on. We should be in the good local church. And the plague could not touch them. Eventually, the Pharaoh say, hey, bye-bye, get out of here. You can get out of Egypt to worship the Lord in the mountain. But at the same time, the Lord promised the ancestor of these Hebrews, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all of them ancestors that they're going to enter into the promised land, the land that flow with milk and honey, the land of more than enough, the land of superabundance, the land of victory. So they got out from Egypt, and eventually the second generation, the first generation died in the desert, so sad, because they were living in unbelief. They were complaining. They were rebellious. They just talked against God and against their leader all the time, the first generation. Therefore, God said, okay, because you're so rebellious, you walk in unbelief, you did not listen to me, you're going to die in the desert. You will never get into the promised land. But the second generation, Joshua, Caleb, and the second generation, 
were going into the promised land. Okay, so before they enter the promised land, look at what God said to them. And I believe the scripture here is for us too. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 1. When the Lord brings you into the promised land as he soon will. Do you notice that God brings them in? You commit your life into the hand of God. You trust God. You believe in Jesus. You live for him. You let him become your Lord and your Savior. You don't run your own life. You let him become your God. He brings you in the promised land. Not you try to get in yourself. He's going to lead you into the promised land. He soon will. He will destroy the following seven nations. All greater and mightier than you are. The Hittites, the Gergeshites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Prisricites. Very difficult word for me. Why don't they have the Thai name? The Hivites and the Jebusites. <laughs> All these names, difficult names. God was about to take them into the promised land. But the Bible said that there were seven nations in their path. And these seven nations were bigger, mightier, more powerful, stronger, bigger than the Israelites. I believe that at that time, Moses and Joshua would think, wow, with our own ability, there is no way we can take over this land, the promised land. We don't have enough manpower. We don't have enough guns and tanks to fight with them. We are little nation. They're bigger nation, mightier. There's no way. What are we going to do here? How? Pastor Lao going to get a job in Seattle to become a neurosurgeon there. There's no way to my own strength, to my own ability. How are I going to survive in America with thick accent and don't understand English? I speak broken English when I first came. No one understood me. There's no way that we're going to get into the promised land. But God said to them, you don't have to fight this on your own. You don't have to fight this battle. I am with you. Amen. I am before you. Amen. I'm going to fight for you. Amen. I am bigger than them, Amen. not you. You're just a human being. You're just a little nation, Israel. But I will fight for you. Amen. I will go before you Amen. and I will destroy them for you. You don't have to fight yourself. You are not on your own. I'm going to clear the path for you so you can step in. He can open the door for you that no man can shut. He's going to guide you to be the right place at the right time. He is with you and you are not on your own. He is going to defeat the problem, the mountains and the hindrance in your life for you. But what you need to do is to walk by faith. You need to follow him. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Live your life for the kingdom of God. You say, my business is for God. My practice, medical practice is for God. I'm going to live for the kingdom of God. And God going to take care of me. 
He's going to lead me step by step, and I will always have victory in my life. Miracles shall happen. The breakthrough shall happen. The door will be open for me. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31, verses 6 to 8. Uh, this kind of promise happened again and again in the Bible. I want to read to you to encourage you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. God going to go ahead of you to pave the way for you. Don't cry. Don't be discouraged. Don't be sad. Actually, Christians should be always smiling and laughing. Christians should not be sad. You know why? You have God with you. You always should, ha, 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 ha. Hey, everything going to go well. Praise the Lord. Ha, 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 ho, 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 ho. You should not be a sad Christian. If you're sad, it means you don't have faith in God. You need to be strong, courageous, happy, smiling, laughing all the time. Because you have God in front of you and God is with you. You're not alone by yourself. God is going to personally go ahead of you and He will neither fail you nor abandon you. God will never fail you nor abandon you. Then Moses called for Joshua and as all Israel watched, he said to him, be strong and courageous, Desert Revival Church. Amen. Be strong and courageous, my people in America here. For you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors. He would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. Do not be afraid. Does God speak many times? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. How many times here? Three times already. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally... You remember the sermon yesterday? Why was Joseph, as a slave and as a prisoner, was successful? Why? God was with him. The key of your walk on earth, successful walk, is the presence of God. The Lord is with you. This is the reason why I believe God sent me to America to find the fire of God, to learn how to be touched by the fire, how to carry the fire, how to carry the glory. The glory means the thick presence of God. The presence of God is on us. And then God sent me back to Thailand to lay hand on people, to send the fire to people. And God sent me here to lay hand, to give the fire to you. Because the fire of God is the thick presence of God. You receive the presence of God. And you carry that presence with you everywhere you go. And your life will be victorious. You will be the head, not the tail. You need to learn how to carry the presence of God. Learn how to yield to the presence of God. Hungry for the presence of God. Love the presence of God. Welcome the presence of God. Honor the presence of God. Everywhere you go, every time I stand at the operating table and begin to cut on patients' back, I perform 
about 400 spines a, a year. Cut on people's back and neck. Cut on here. Every time I stand there, I pray, God, your presence is with me. You will guide my mind, my eyes, my hands, everything. This surgery will be successful because of your presence, not because I'm smart. Your presence is with me. We should live a life that way. We love the presence of God. We honor the presence of God. Amen? Amen. That's why when I come to church, I never pull out the telephone and play game. I honor the presence of God. If you want the presence of God, you need to honor Him. You don't grieve the Holy Spirit. You don't insult the Holy Spirit. You don't resist the Holy Spirit. You yield the Spirit. And you honor the Holy Spirit. Because the presence of God on earth is the presence of the Holy Spirit. Take a small or little, big. You want big Holy Spirit. How many of you ever say to you, I give you $10, you will get it. How many people raise your hand, want $10? Okay, that's it, $10. Huh? How many of you ever say, I want to give you $1,000, raise your hand. Why do you raise two times? How many of you even say, I give you $1 million, raise your hand? I don't say anything. I don't tell you. Why, when we talk about money, everyone raise hand. $1 million, raise hand. 10000 raise hand. My brother and sister, better than $1 million is the thick presence of God. Because money cannot protect you from COVID. Money cannot protect you from car accident. Money cannot give you favor. Only the presence of God. We need the thick presence of God. The Lord go with me everywhere. I want the thick presence of God around me all the time. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord will personally go ahead of you and He will be with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. We need the presence of God. Joshua chapter 1 verses 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua son of Nun, Moses ate. Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, this is the reason why I start to be concerned about young adult in my church. Because one day I will die. And who going to continue the church? Who will continue to preach? Who will continue to build the kingdom of God in the next generation? Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Moses. God is the God of faithfulness. He promised you something, he will do it. But you need to step in by faith. You need to obey him. Don't sit around doing nothing. You do something. You step out. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, or the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. Everyone say, I'm not on my own. I'm not alone. God is with me. No one can stand against me because the Lord is with me. Do you believe the Lord is with you? Yes. 
Do you believe that you are not on your own in this world? Amen. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. And I was with Moses, so I will be with you again and again. I will be with you. God was with Joseph. God was with David. God was with Rahab. God was with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God was with Peter and Paul. And God, the Holy Spirit, was with Jesus. He anointed Jesus of Nazareth. The Holy Spirit is so is so important for us to welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love the presence of the Holy Spirit. Be strong and courageous. Everyone, do like this. <laughs> Again. Oh, don't step on your wife's toe. <laughs> strong and courageous. Amen. Don't be weak. Don't be fearful. Don't be discouraged. Don't cry like a baby. No, I'm victorious. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their forefather to give them. Be strong and be very courageous. How are you going to move the hand of God? How are you going to get God to be on your side and do miracle for you? Faith. You move the hand of God by faith, by believing in His promise, by believing in His power, in His love, His goodness, and His mercy, by believing in His faithfulness. And when you believe in His character, His promises, you are strong, and you are courageous, and you're not afraid of anything, because God is with you. Amen? Amen. I learned this lesson. Anytime I start to cry and feel discouraged, I know my faith goes downhill. Anytime I start to feel bad, I know my faith is not there. Because when I have faith, I am courageous. I am strong. And I smile. And I say, I don't worry about this. Everything will be fine. God is with me. We need to train our spirit that way. Everywhere and every day, we are strong. I have faith. Stir yourself up inside. I have faith in God. God is with me. I'm not on my own. Be careful. Now come to another one. Be careful if you want God to be with you. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left. That you may be successful wherever you go. Wherever you go, whether you are in Colorado in Texas or in Arizona or in Seattle, wherever you go, you shall be successful. But what is the key? The Bible never contradicts itself, the Word of God. Never contradicts itself. In John, the Bible says, John chapter 14, If you love me, you obey my commandments, and I will love you, and I and my Father will be with you and make home with you. What is the key to Make God make home in you or dwell with you all the time. You love God and you obey God. My brother and sister, can I say something quickly? I consider many of you are the sheep of God that God put under my care. Okay, many of you. Some of you maybe belong to other church, I understand. But people who are under my care, I want to say something to you quickly. Both the parents and the young children. My brother and sister, 
God stir up in my heart all these years to produce teachings in series, different series. Yes, you need to read your own Bible. Yes, you need to study the Bible yourself. But God put teachers in the body of Christ. So I really encourage you take advantage of the high technology that we produce teaching into series, being led by the Holy Spirit, the good news, deliverance. Key to success, ministry enrichment, ministry advice. Please listen to these teachings on a regular daily basis, and encourage your children to listen to the teaching as well. Do you know that how people connected, connected by believing in the same thing? I noticed that the parents in Thailand who turn on my teaching to their kids. Five years old, seven years old, all these kids. All of them, the kids grow up to be strong Christians. But if the kids don't listen to me, the shepherd of the flock, when they grow up, bye bye. They go out. They disappear because they never receive input from their shepherd. So I would like to encourage you to take this seriously. I take it seriously. You know, I came here on Wednesday night, and I spent. Thursday and Friday, going out on the mountain and on the lake to record all together five teachings on the field. Spend money, spend time, energy, and I don't get anything from YouTube. Money, zero. Why I spend time to produce all these teaching, to feed you, to make sure that you get good messages and good food, so that you be strong. So that you will know the law that God's servant at that time Moses, at this time your pastor, gave you, and do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. You need to know the word of God, and God put teacher and pastor over you to teach you. You need to know, and don't go aside. Just practice what you learn. Do not let this book of the law, the Bible. Depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Some of you are student in the university right now. You need to study your subject, but it's not enough. You need to know the Bible, because your diploma from the College or university will not give you success. It's just a paper. Really, the success come from God. You need to know the Word of God. You need to take serious about obeying the Bible and doing what God say. And He's gonna be with you, and He's gonna give you success and prosperity. Amen. How many people want to be prosperous? How many people want to be successful? What is the key here? Faith and knowing the Word. And practicing the word of God, I can say this because I have it myself. I came to America in 1985. I could not speak English very well. My education was below American doctors, but I'm very successful. I'm top doctor in Seattle. I have more patients than my friend. I'm the busiest neurosurgeon in my clinic than even my American friend. Patient come to me, who give me success, God. And why did He give me success? Because I'm the man of the word. 
I practice the word of God. Amen. Then you will be prosperous, successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong again. Everyone say, be strong. One more time. And courageous. Why God tell us to be courageous? Because what happened is that we're going to face some odd things in our life that come against us. Maybe somebody gossip about us. Maybe somebody try to destroy your church. Maybe somebody talk bad about you to the boss and the boss may misunderstand you and want to fire you. Maybe you got into bad group of friends and then you get into addiction. Maybe you get involved in a wrong relationship and you get into trouble. All kinds of odd things. Or even sickness. Suddenly, sickness attacked you. The devil attacked you with sickness. Some bad things can happen to us. And we have two kinds of response. Number one, oh, bad. I'm defeated. I have no hope. I will die. I have no future. Oh, poor me, poor me. Can people respond that way? Yes. When you face the giants, you face the seven nations bigger than me. Oh, no way, Jose. I cannot get in here. I'm defeated. So what do you need to do? Stir up your faith. My God is with me. My God is bigger than these nations. My God is bigger than this addiction. My God is bigger than those people who gossip about me, try to destroy me, try to get me out of work. My God is bigger than COVID-19. My God is a good God, almighty God. Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. He is the God of power. He is the El Shaddai. He's a God of more than enough. He is with me and he goes before me. I'm strong and courageous. I'm not going to be a baby that cry and feel defeated all the time. Amen? Amen. My dear brothers and sisters, don't worry about anything. God is with you. And God is before you. No matter what you face. (laughs) This mountain? Get out of here. I'm not afraid of you. This mountain. These people. In New Hope International Church, I have so many times that people try to destroy my church. They do all kinds of bad things. But God stopped them and get them out. The church never collapsed. Because I know my God is with me. You may want something to happen on your own strength. But God say, oh, oh, don't worry. It's not you. I'm going to make it happen for you. You may try to open some door. And you try and try, God said, just relax. Just trust me. Be courageous. Be strong. I open the door for you. That that door better than the door you try to open yourself. Is that right? Just relax. Just trust God. And God's going to open the door. God's going to make the way that you cannot make it. He opened the way for you. Amen? I remember one time, a happy wife, happy life. Every man say, happy wife, happy life. Okay. Pretty loud, that's good. One time, my wife saw a nice house. Pretty expensive for me. And Pastor Da said, I like this house so much. Okay, la, happy wife, happy life. 
So I decided to buy that house, but the mortgage was so high, and I don't like mortgage. I want to pay off my debt. But happy wife, happy life. After we bought the house, I said, God, I obey you. I love my wife. You say love your wife, just as Christ loved the church. <laughs> so I love my wife. I try to please my wife. You need to open the way for me. You have to open the door. You are, you go before me. I don't want debt in my life. I want to pay off my house soon. You know what happened? God answered. After I bought that house, within a couple of months, two hospitals say, "From now on, when you're on call, we're gonna pay you one thousand dollars a day, a day." Two hospitals, two thousand a day, and I was on call ten days a month. Calculate twenty thousand dollars a month coming to my pocket for free. I pay off my house in three and a half years because the money keep coming in. And right after I pay off my house, the payment stop. The hospital wrote to me, "Oh, no more payment. Now you on call for free." Three and a half years of twenty thousand a month. Sit at home. One thousand, one thousand. Who opened that door? Because I obey God to love my wife, to please my wife. Amen. <laughs> obey the Bible. Love your wife, just like Christ loved the church. Amen. Don't worry about your enemies. People try to sue you and attack you. The Lord will take care of that enemy for you. Amen. You need to believe God is with me. I'm not on your own. Hallelujah. First Chronicle chapter 28 verse 20. Then he continued. Be strong and courageous again and again, and get to work. Get to work. <laughs> Don't be frightened by the size of the task. Sometimes you face a big task in your life. Maybe God called you to be a pastor, or God called you to start a company. Very difficult, a big task. For the Lord, my God, is with you. I like that again. God is with you. Everyone say, God is with me. He will not forsake you. He will see to it that everything is finished correctly. Amen. That is the promise of God. Whatever God called you to do, don't be panicked. Don't be worried. Don't be fearful. Trust God. God gonna be with you, and you're gonna get it done correctly and nicely. Who helped you to get it done nicely? Not your own strength. I know that this teaching is very opposite to my previous religion. My previous religion say everyone have to help himself. I need to depend on myself. But in Christianity, we don't depend on ourselves. We depend on God. Amen. God is much bigger than us. Amen. Amen. Let me read Psalm 27. I like this one. Psalm 27, verses 1 to 14. The psalmist King David wrote, "The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? We don't have to fear COVID. We don't have to fear the economy problem. Right now, my members in Thailand, even though the economy is bad, they're all well-to-do. They are rich. They make a lot of money, even though the economy in Thailand is pretty bad." The Lord is their salvation. The Lord is my strength. 
of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Then the wicked come against me to eat up my flesh. My enemies and fools they stumble and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, so King David described that bad people can come against you. People may try to sue you. People may try to get rid of you from the company. People are jealous of you. Talk bad about you. All kind of things. Gossip. Try to take advantage of you. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Everyone say, I will not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold means to look at, to enjoy, look at and enjoy the beauty of the Lord. And to inquire in His temple, I want to encourage all of you. Please be like King David. Love the church. The house of God is the church. To be in the house means to come together on Sunday or care group. Worship the Lord together. Be in the presence of God together. Be in the meeting every Sunday. That's why the book of Hebrew 10.25 says, Don't miss the meeting. Go meet together. Don't miss the meeting. Love the house of God. Love the church. Love to be in the presence of God. And the Lord is going to give you special favor. Worth it. I tell you. Even you have to drive one hour to go to church. It's worth it. To come to, into the presence of God. To serve the Lord, to come and smile to people. Hi, how are you? God bless you. Can I pray for you? It's, it's better to come to church than to stay at home and watching live stream. You can come and smile and greet and you see somebody sad that you can pray for them or something. Just, okay, brother, this brother, God touch him or something. You know, you come in the presence of God like King David that my desire is to be in the house of the Lord. And I pray in the house. I notice that in my care group, people go to my care group on Friday night. All of our prayer in the Friday care group, when people raise up the prayer request, all of them will answer. Because they came together, the Bible says, when two or three gather together, I will be in the midst of them. Wow, COVID-19, really against the Bible. Make people scared to come together. And not only that, he said, when two of you agree with one another on earth, my Father in heaven will answer, not one, two agree. We come together, we agree and pray for one another. And you're going to see miracle happen. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. That I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. Love the presence of God. I love God to touch me. To behold the presence of God. God, wrap around me, hug me, tickle me, make me laugh. <laughs> hug me please, God. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me. In his pavilion, he will protect me. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high above uh, upon a rock. When you are in the house of God, 
You join the good local church. You are in the special protection. The devil have a hard time attacking you. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. When you come to church, you should smile, singing, dancing, happy, sacrifice of joy, worship the Lord with joy. I will sing, worship. You come to God and sing and worship. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. I can guarantee if you just watch live stream, it's hard to sing. I know. Don't lie to me. I know. You're watching the worship from the church, and suddenly, oh, coffee, and sit there. How am I going to sing by myself? Uh, it's hard to sing through live stream, through internet. You need to be there to sing to God. How many people agree with me? It's hard to sing in the internet. Very hard. You sing by yourself there, sitting, and your husband look at you. What are you doing there? <laughs> you sing to the TV or something? <laughs> Christian life still need gathering. Still need to be together. It's in the Old Testament and New Testament. COVID nineteen really against God to separate all of us. From one another, we have to fight this battle. Amen. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. And now look at what he said. I like this scripture, Psalm 27. Wow. King David has revelation. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, "Seek my face," how can you seek your face in front of the TV at home? How can you seek your face if on Sunday you go out to play golf? You seek his face by going. To his temple, Amen. to his sanctuary, my heart said to you, "Your face, Lord, I will see. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help." What is the face of God here? The face of God is the presence of God. You want to be in the presence of God. Look at me, touch me, help me. This is the way of my lifestyle. I love the presence of God. I seek the presence of God. I seek His face. God, look to me. Help me. Do not leave me, nor forsake me, O God, my sal of my salvation. When my father and my mother, when my members, my elders, my friend forsake me, some of you lost some of the members. They attack you. They gossip about you. They forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Amen. Amen. The Lord take care of me, even though people leave me. Who is the answer to your life? Who is the source of your life? The Lord. The Lord, the Lord is the source of your life, not human being. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path, because of my enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversary. And for false witnesses have risen against me. Wow! King David faced everything: false witnesses, gossiping, adversary, people who want to destroy him, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lose heart unless I had believed that I would see. I like this one. I would see the goodness of the Lord 
in the land of the living. God is with us. He will show His goodness to us. But we need to trust Him, love Him, obey Him, stay with Him, hungry for Him. I don't want to live this life alone myself. I want God to be with me all the time. I want to please Him. I want to study Bible, obey Him, serve God, build the church, go to church, worship Him. I want to do everything to please my God because He is the answer to my life. If He helped David, He helped the children of Israel, Moses, Joshua, Joseph, Rahab, all these people, He can help me too. While we were worshiping God a while ago, God spoke to me. He said, I'm not a God of favoritism. If I did it from David and Joshua, I would do it for you too. How it says in the Bible. Yeah, God is not a God of partiality. He can do for them, He can do for us. Everyone say, I'm not on my own. Let's make decision. We're going to stay in the presence of God all the days of our life. We're going to live a life of loving God, pleasing God, obeying Him, repenting of our sin. We're going to live a life that loves the presence of God, the church. Stay in the church, good church. Serve, build the kingdom of God together. And the Lord is with us. He's going to go before us. He's going to destroy the enemy for us. If you face sickness... That sickness is like that seven nation. Hey, God can destroy that sickness for you. Amen. You need to believe that way. Amen. If people try to destroy your life, destroy your business, God, get rid of them for me. I forgive them, but you're going to take care of me. God will go before you. He opened the door for you. He make a way for you. He is the answer to everything of your life. Trust him. Stay with him. Stay in the presence of God. All the days of your life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Should we confess together? Let's bow down and confess together. Dear Heavenly Father, I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus Christ, your Son, into this world. He died on the cross. He shed his blood to open the way for me to come to you, Father. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You are the God of Moses. You are the God of Joshua, King David, Rahab, you are the God of Joseph, Isaiah. You are the God of Elijah, Elisha. You are the Father of Jesus Christ. You are the miracle-working God. You are my protector. You are my shield. Oh Lord, I promise you, I will love you. More and more each day. And I will obey your commands. I love your presence, Lord. Come into my life. Fill me 
with your presence. Shine your face upon me. I seek your face. I will serve you all the days of my life. I will not be on my own. You are with me everywhere I go. You go before me. You make a way for me. You open the door for me, the door that I cannot open myself. You will destroy the enemies that try to kill me. You protect me from the evil ones. You shall perform miracles of healing, deliverance, provision, breakthroughs for me, Lord. I will follow you. I will walk with you to the last day of my life. And Lord, I will honor you and serve you until you come back. Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. Lord Jesus, live inside me by your Holy Spirit all the days of my life. Again, I'm not on my own. You are with me. You give me victory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.